Hello, today's topic is digital etiquette. D is for digital etiquette in our STEM alphabet series here on our SIP episodes. Let's talk about digital etiquette or it's also known as net etiquette as in the internet. But digital etiquette is a basic set of rules you should follow in order to make the internet better for others and better for yourself. And this topic is quite timely, um, as you will see, is that, yes, we all have that golden rule, treat others as you would want to be treated. And that should be applied in all things. But there are some specifics now around digital, and it's because you'll, as we talk about it more, and I talk about this topic um, here on today's SIP, you'll see how powerful the internet is. The Just the sheer vol- volume of the people that you are reaching and connecting with. And it also proves that words have power and hurtful words have a lot of power. And it's ironic because there are a lot of things, especially here in the United States, that is just coming to everyone's attention, especially when you have someone of power, and I mean specifically the President of the United States, and the words and what they say and how they say it and how they're using the internet, it's becoming very clear, I think, why this conversation about digital etiquette is so important, whether it's being negative or even a new term that's become very popular, creating fake news. And by just even putting it out there, people are going out of their way to create fake news now. It's it's become a form of entertainment even, which that means it's going to water down what you can trust on the internet. So all of these things, when we, you know, talked 10, 20 years ago, we didn't have to talk about these type of things. But now information, it's being delivered in a whole new unfiltered way, which means that we have to work harder and look closer to our own filters and our filters as adults and also helping filter young people and children, what they're exposed to. There is said to be a significant rise of suicide among high school and even elementary school children. And some of that is a result of cyber bullying. So again, before you had the internet and technology and it being a part of people's everyday life, you know, you thought you went to school and got bullied, but you went home and you were safe. But no, young people, they go, they get on their laptops or they're on their mobile devices and their cell phones. And there's that bullying follows them home. Um, so that said, digital etiquette is very real. And what a lot of organizations are pushing is that schools actually teach digital etiquette what the impact of people's actions are. Let me read a little bit more from a excerpt that I'm taking from Digiteen. 
It's a uh, at wikispace.com. I always like to cite my various resources. So this is digitine, D-I-G-I-T-E-E-N dot wikispaces, W-I-K-I-S-P-A-C-E-S dot com. So check that out. Look up the word search on digital etiquette. It says it's just as important to treat people with courtesy and respect online as it is in real life. When you instant message, chat, or email someone over the internet, they can't see your face to tell if you're teasing them or saying something in jest. How do you practice good net etiquette? It's simple. Treat people with courtesy and respect. Don't say anything on the internet that you wouldn't say to their face. People know these rules, but usually do not follow them when using the internet. The internet kind of depersonalizes things. And this is from my own opinion. It depersonalizes. And so, therefore, it's easier to be extra mean and extra nasty. Now, digital etiquette, it also includes just, you know, checking your moral compass. Because it includes not hacking other people's computer or downloading things illegally, um, plagiarizing things that you see out there, or just simply using bad language. Um, all of that falls under that digital etiquette. It all If all of us followed this, it could make the internet a better space to share and use. But it's been proven the power of the internet and people circulating opinions and false information. And secondly... Because once you put something out there on the internet, it can spread very quickly and is easily easy to access. So rumors and urgent urban legends that I know that have been proven to be false, I see them still recirculating over and over. A new group gets a hold of it and once again they're circulating rumors. We've even seen the spread of the death of celebrities. And people buy into it and believe it. So now, when you see something, you have to hesitate. You have to fact check. And that's okay. You should fact check. Uh, Especially before you start spreading it to your social network and come to find out something's not true. Some people are pushing for the use of your real name as a user ID. And, And that's because a lot of people can do things on the internet anonymously so you don't know who they are um, and they're hiding behind personas and on top of that there's a whole series as a matter of fact I'm quite intrigued with it it's called Catfish Um, it's a TV show it started out as a movie of someone that was catfish which basically someone reaches out and connects to them socially using a false name, and even stealing other people's pictures and identity. So a guy thinks he's uh, talking to a beautiful, you know, um, woman, and vice versa. The woman might be thinking she's um, talking to this great-looking guy, fit, and, and the whole nine, and they build relationships. And if you ever watch the catfish series the interesting thing is is that these people develop relationships over three and five and and even longer years 
I'm talking about three to five years. They're building these relationships. They're getting engaged. They might be sending money, even sending a, a engagement rings and never have met the real person. And then through Catfish, they track down the person. They have ways to research on the photos, find out the, who the photos really belong to, and then expose the fake person. So there's a whole term. It's called catfishing. So this is, again, how powerful the Internet can be. Uh, you know, hurtful words. There are, and we recently had in the news, where someone encouraged someone to commit suicide, texting them things like it's quick and painless, just do it. And the person actually did it. Even a pop singer named UD back in 2007, hurtful words about her singing and her talent. Um, and before you know it, she had committed suicide. Whereas if you saw her videos, music was something she enjoyed. She Her career was on the upstream, upstream um, and she looked happy and bright. But behind the scenes, she felt depressed and lonely. And those hurtful words pushed her over the edge. And she was only 20 years old. So another thing about social um, media and the whole digital etiquette is getting people to understand there are real people with real feelings and you don't always know their full story. So being careful, um, not using it for your entertainment. There's even a um, another new term that's come out called tech dirt. And what this is doing they did a Tech Dirt is actually an organization. They did a study that shows that many people purposely respond to emails late at work because replying too quickly implies that they do not have enough work to do. So, however, it appears the situation may be somewhat different when it comes to instant messages and SMS text messages. A study from the UK shows that office workers found that many considered it to be rude if you did not reply to an IM or SMS message quickly. That's the difference between what we call synchronous and asynchronous communication. Even if email and text messages may seem similar, it appears people have different expectations of different types of messaging. And I will say with the instant messaging and the SMS messaging, the text messaging, is now what happens is is that you're almost expected socially to always be on call. People sleeping with their phones right next to their bed and having the um, notifications wake them up in the middle of the night and feeling that they have to respond. Being always on call. So there's a whole push now for people to unplug. So all of these, they're all important topics that tie into digital etiquette, what the rules are, what to do, what not to do, how to keep your information safe, your passwords, how to keep and avoid from being hacked. Also about respecting the fact when you put stuff out the internet, it's out there forever. Um, and if you decide, you know, you might be young and, you know, the whole 
idea of sexting, which some of you may know, uh, and I'm saying sexting as an S-E-X-T-I-N-G, so sexting, um, sending pictures of yourself. Now, that might be cute and fun when you're in, you know, puppy love and your first love, but as you get into and decide to to pursue a career where integrity is important um, and these pictures resurface, it can come back to haunt you. Um, another thing when it comes to digital etiquette, be careful about what you're clicking on. There's plenty of scams. It's so easy to scam people. Um, clicking a link and creating a virus or locking up your computer. And guess what? Companies and corporations aren't immune. I'll talk all about, and there's the whole topic of cybersecurity. Um, but even hospitals have fallen prey where hidden link uh, sent out a Trojan is what they call it, um, locked up all of their files and then made them pay a ransom in order to get the key to unlock their files to run their company. So digital etiquette is real. You're now everyone who's holding a, a device and uses the Internet are now digital citizens. So that said, be smart, do some more research Make sure that you're educated on this topic and stay on top of it. So, thank you for joining us for today's SIP. And our word for the day, D, is for digital etiquette. So, join us for the rest of our A to Z STEM topics. Bye for now.